let's just ask John which one he uses. I go with Sprite. Sprite is my favorite mixer. I use Sprite. Uh, it's great with vodka. I exactly. like it with whiskey. I like it with rum. Sprite is the more versatile. You, you're going to do I this like again? Airing every day from noon to three. Cam, think of this as uh, think of this as the coin toss, right? Think of this as the coin toss in the no, NFL. That's not he how this chose works. To defer, which means I get the ball. Because everybody who knows you knows Sprite. you are a Sprite and exactly. whiskey guy. Sprite, which is why Sprite I chose Sprite, Sprite as the topic. Are you going to argue for Coke or not? No, I'm not going to argue for Coke. So Sprite's when, better. When do we typically I'm in Sprite with my volunteer vodka. It's delicious. You can't mix Coke with vodka. If I want some whiskey, I'm in a whiskey mood. You know, what I can also mix it with. Sprite on 1340 WKGN. Defend your topic, please. We're running out of time. I prefer Coke as a mixer with any alcohol. It's going to keep you up longer throughout the night, give you more energy. Coke, much, much better as a mixer than soda. Soda's bad for you. I don't know if you knew this. If you just stick to Coke and vodka, lessens the calories, keeps you up longer throughout the night. You have a much better time. More of a party if you go Coke over Sprite. And you're bound to attract more women. Hour number two. Kicking off here in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Let's hit some hour two headlines. What do you got, Cody? Thanks, Mac? John. We've got a uh, lot of news. Let's get to it. A lot of news. So, rapido, rapido. Oh, big news. Uh, big new news. My, my, <coughs> speaking of news, breaking news. We don't my, have time for this. My new pickleball paddle has officially been delivered. Oh. I'm ready to take my game to the next level. Speaking of pickleball, a new motion picture comedy is out starring a couple of 80-year-old women. Oh, 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. Have you heard of this? How'd it do in the box office? Well, I don't have that information yet. Some people thought that was Tom Brady just doing a little viral marketing campaign to get people to go see his movie. Well, uh, he's been tweeting about it. He's excited about the movie. I guess he's gone to see it. It's the real-life story. (laughs) It'd be really funny if he didn't go see it. I was like, eh, don't really need to. The real-life story of friends Betty Pensaval and Elaine St. Martin, founding members of a passionate fan club devoted to NFL quarterback Tom Brady, comprised of women of a certain age. It's called Over 80 for Brady. It's a real club. It appears that it's – what is the 80 for? Is that their age? Women over 80. Yep. So you couldn't join it until you turned 80? The club is Over 80 for Brady. So how like it could I mean, be, they might let you in if you're 79. I don't know. Well, I just didn't know like how long it had been around. I mean, because it seems like a short shelf life for a club is what I'm what I'm asking. I don't know. My, I know my mom wanted to go see the movie. Like her and her friends are going to go see it. Well, which I is hope weird they enjoy she, it. Which is weird because she doesn't like Tom Brady. Maybe she just wants to go and boo them. I don't know. But she's been uh, talking. To, she's been talking to me about going to see it with her friends, but. She always talks to me about how she hates Tom Brady, too, so I don't know. Alabama. Number one, Knock at the Cabin, $14.2 million on opening weekend. It unseated the Avatar movie spending seven, after it spent seven weeks at number one. Uh, 80 for Brady came through with $12.5 million. It was second. Feels like a win. Mm. You know, the women in it. A lot of news here. Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Sally Field. I mean, people like those women. All smoke shows. Well, they're old, but they did that, what, Frank and Gracie? Was that the name of the show? Grace and Frankie? I don't, I don't know. The Gracie and Fra- Frankie? I think it's Frank and Grace. Grace and Frankie, maybe? Grace and Frankie sounds right. Yeah. 
They just got those two people. Frank and Gracie. They got those two people to do a show, uh, you know a movie together, so they got a little bit of an audience already built in. Alabama Critics weren't impressed for, for Brady, has it. which holds a 64%. I feel like if you got a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes, that means the critics did think fondly of it, right? 64% is yeah, not good that's, enough? that's pretty good. Let's move on. Alabama has its two uh, coordinators uh, positions filled. Uh, they got the Tommy Reese, uh, the Notre Dame guy. And did you see who they hired at defensive coordinator? Kevin Steele. What is what is Alabama doing? The new Alabama DC, Kevin Steele. 90% from the audience, Cam, on 80 for Brady. That's pretty good, too. Disgusting. Pretty good, too. Tennessee lawmakers are leading the way in attempting to... What is Nick Saban doing the, here? He's playing out the string, I believe. He's playing Seems out. very strange, right? It is the end. You know the old Jim Morrison? You know the Doors song? This is the end. Uh, is, it, is that like a follow-up to knocking on heaven's door? This is the end. This would have came long before. Well, no, it wouldn't. And then I was like, oh, this is the end. Bob Dunn. Welcome. When was Knocking on Heaven's Door? 69? This would have actually came after Heaven's Knocking on Heaven's Door, I guess. So. Anyway, I think, uh, yeah. Kevin's still running your defense. I mean, like, he was terrible at Miami this year. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go down there and score fifty points on them in whoa, Tuscaloosa. Whoa, we're gonna go drop another fifty on. Whoa, whoa, we whoa. What if he's good though with better players? What if he's one of those guys that like just benefits from the system? Well, he'll be a little bit better, but he's also gonna be playing against better teams. The ACC isn't very good. And he now still, that he let is MTSU, a counterpoint. He let MTSU score forty five points on him. Miami has better players than MTSU. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. That's and Tommy Reese, like. People seem to think that was also a head scratcher. Now he's going to go maybe more like trying to get back to like what George is doing, some tight end smash mouth football. But like that doesn't seem like as far as coordinators that we were afraid Alabama might try to hire. Like Tommy Reese doesn't really strike fear in you. Nope. <laughs> I think Josh Heupel is a better offensive mind than Tommy Reese, and I think Kevin Steele is going to be in a world of pain going up against. And they ain't going to have a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, who's going to play quarterback? That's a big question. This is the end. This is the end, my friend. That's kind of how it goes, yeah. Tennessee lawmakers are leading the way in attempting to make the Monday following the Super Bowl a holiday. Have you ever considered just calling out? Isn't next Monday President's Day anyways? Yes. So maybe just work at the bank. Uh, only the bank gets off for that, right? Does and anybody else, even schools, probably the don't get off for that? Do. All governments do. Yeah, post offices. Oh, uh, never mind. President's Day is the 20th. Oh. Uh, so, day after the Oscars? No, the 500. The 500. Daytona 500 is coming up. Don't forget. It's not until two weeks? It's February 19th. They did the clash yesterday, though, right? So they're taking a whole yeah, they, week off? they did a NASCAR thing yesterday. I, I didn't know what that clash deal was. I guess it was kind of like... Is that like what like the shootout used to be? The Bud shootout back in yeah. the day, yeah. I remember as a kid, that used to confuse me. I was like, yes, my guy won. Because one time, Del Jarrett, I think, won the Bud shootout. And then, like, it doesn't count. I'm like, what the hell is nah, the point of it? It's just a champion's race. Just, yeah. Just a little warm-up for the yeah. 500. But I remember as a kid being so confused by that. I, got, I was like, why, why did I spend my time watching this stupid-ass race? I don't know. <laughs> And then I was dumb in NASCAR. I used to enjoy it, though. And then they would do the Gatorade duels on Thursday I before the 500. I don't really remember that. Those are the like qualifying races. Yeah, I don't. They do qualifying different for Daytona. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really know. First and second. I don't. Stay, I, move stay on. Stay at first. I don't go back to talking about 80s for Brady. Okay. 
Uh, here's a news for you. Over the weekend in New Hampshire, did you see what happened? Over the weekend in New Hampshire. No, I have no clue what happened. Negative 108 oh. degrees. So it's really, really cold. Likely the lowest ever recorded on planet Earth. What? With stratospheric winds as high as 120 miles an hour. What would you do? There was a horrendous... Do we have a bunch of people that die? No, it was up on a mountain, I think, somewhere. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. But it looks... more sense. I mean, the, the footage from the camera they had up there, though, look ap- apocalyptic. I mean, it would, if you were up there, how quickly would you die in negative 108, Kim? What how do you think? Quickly? How quickly? In negative 108. An hour? You just stand there. Two hours? Would you freeze solid? I would you just be, be standing? Like, if you walked into it, would would you just go? No, I don't think you'd quite hit that, but you'd probably slip into like hypothermia probably within like five, ten minutes, I'd say. And then you'd be like that. Even if you had like the warmest clothes on and were prepared for it, surely you wouldn't die in five minutes. But 100 degrees Celsius, negative 108. I think I think you'd have yeah. like 15 minutes tops. Okay, yeah, your eyes would freeze, I guess. That's rough. That's rough. So, well, they shot down the uh, Chinese spy balloon <clears throat> over Myrtle Beach. It made its way all the way across the country before uh, the U.S. finally decided to. Shoot it down out of the sky. Flew right over Knoxville, I believe. Did you see? Uh, did you go out and see it? I was appalled seeing it. Yeah, it flew over Middle Tennessee too. The damn Chinese are able to spy on us now. Yeah, there was actually some uh, leaked audio of the the Chinese researchers watching as the balloon passed over Nashville. Did you hear the audio? No, I've no. got it. If you want to hear it, yeah, sure. What was it? They they flew it right over Broadway. Uh huh. They said, "Oh, look at the party street. They're down there having fun, having party, party." I don't think you can do that. I thought you were gonna make a joke about Knoxville and clanks and bricks from the basketball game. Oh, <laughs> something to no. something to that effect. But I was very disgusted at China. Ooh, cowboy, cowboy, spying on me, and I, I took a TikTok and posted it on my iPhone and. It's about just, how yeah, about how China's yeah. now spying on us, and I was just really, really blown away by how you know we didn't do anything about it. You remember when that was uh, a joke about how TikTok? And I know. IPhones I, I got are already, it. I got already spying it. On I us. thought it was good. Did do you remember when I lived with the foreign exchange student, the Chinese guy? Speaking of Chinese guys, it's uh, Super Bowl week, you mm-hmm. know, and I'll never forget we were. Uh, Brandon and I were sitting on the couch, and we were watching like a Thursday night Mac game or something. And he walked in, and this guy was straight, straight off the boat. I mean, he like his first week in I don't America. Know if you can say that either. <laughs> what you, I mean, he had never been to America. Yeah, before. I just don't know if you can say straight off the boat. I don't, I don't know. If you can <laughs> Is that, that racial? I don't yeah. Know. Well, anyway, he walked in, his first week I've in America. Heard fresh off the boat, not straight off the boat, but oh. Then there was a ABC sitcom called that, so maybe you can. I, I don't know. Well, anyway. He had never been to America. He knew nothing about football other than just a little bit, right? So we're sitting there, and it's like a Thursday night game, and it's not even the NFL. It was like a college game or something. And he walked in and looked at the TV, and he goes, Super Bowl? (laughs) I don't think you can do that, boys. (laughs) Let's move on. What are you doing? What? You're going to get us canceled. It was funny, though, the way that he asked, because it was clearly not the Super Bowl. You know, but that's – it's just a difference in culture. It's uh, 
Okay. All right. Let's see here, man. Hello, Say my little... name's Cody. Here is your Uber Eats. How would you feel if the, if the if an Asian guy did that voice for you? What? And said that. Hi, my name's Cody. I'm here to give you a ride. How would you feel about that? I wouldn't feel any kind of way. Yeah. I'm tucked in American privilege. Can I put it on my credit card? I don't have enough money on my credit card. Okay, let's see here. Uh, what else do we have? The 24-year-old giant panda Lily has died at the Memphis Zoo. Who? The 24-year-old giant male panda Lily or Lele. Sounds like a girl's Lele. name. I thought you said it was a boy. He is a boy. They well, he was a, girl, a boy. They he, gave him a girl's name? I guess. I don't know. He died at the Memphis Zoo, though. Uh John Morant Nat- get him? Natural, take him out? Natural <laughs> causes. I think John Morant is posse. That's a better, that's a, that's a better, a better joke after the weekend. Yeah. Um, let's see. What Sorry, else? I can't say posse. I don't want to get canceled like Phil Jackson. You can't say that either? No, no, that's racially charged. What can you even say these group. days? Group. <laughs> don't say gang, but group. Posse's off limits, too. Why would you say Gang. Have you seen the controversy going on down at LSU with the court, uh, Dale Brown Court? They're trying to add the woman's coach, Sue Gunter, to the court name now after honoring Dale Brown last January, naming the court after him. Yeah, there's a, a push to add former women's coach name to the same court. Well, how does Dale's family feel? Uh, well, I don't know, but Dick Vitale is not happy about it. He says, ugly politics are the reason for this. Ugly politics. Every time I think about Dick Vitale, I think about him coming out of the bathroom. And you saw his hogs. No, no, but he was covered in sweat. <laughs> you said he was in there he taking was fighting a big, for his life. And big number two. The huh? toilet, when I walked in there, I'd never seen such a thing. And he, he clearly. He blew it up, huh? Yeah. And it, I had to sit down and use the bathroom after a legend Dick Vitale did. And we just <laughs> the look really he, got to sit on his throne. The, the look he gave me as I walked in after oh, him. He knew luck. that I was good luck, pal. He knew I was going to be fight that I was going to be fighting his demons as well as my you own. Need a diaper dandy, baby. That was, he should have <laughs> had one. That was the opera, uh, the uh, uh, b- 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 uh, SEC tournament in Nashville, right? Correct. Yeah. Right before we got our ass beat by Auburn in the in the championship. Oh, on the Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. at least you got to be at the win over Kentucky. That would have been cool. That was cool. You know what wasn't cool? Watching us get our ass absolutely beaten by Auburn. At least you got to feel the warmth of Dick Vitale's ass. I, that is factually correct. <laughs> you got a headlines? I've got a lot more, actually. A woman is auctioning off sand from the spot where Tom Brady announced his retirement on is it eBay. Is true that the highest bid's now in, like, six figures? Uh, probably. Um, what a why wouldn't move. you just go there? Not everyone knows where it's at. Just, well, they put out the coordinates. Oh, well, then, yeah, just go there. Bro. If you wanted the sand, you could just go there. <laughs> or you could just jar up your own sand and just sell that. Nobody's going to know the difference in the sand either. Very dumb. Uh, Jason Kelsey's wife uh, is bringing her OBGYN to the big game Sunday. She better have a baby. They're thinking she may give birth on the field. That'd be kind of cool. To give birth on a football field? Well, not the field, field, but just in the building. 
say you were born at the Super Bowl? Yeah. Either where Daddy won or where Uncle, Uncle Travis won. Good batch of headlines. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio. Prende la máquina, enciende el Philly Blunt, pega ese pantalón, baila mi reggaeton, que llegó el más cabrón, los nenes pa'l salón, salón, los nenes pa'l salón, prende esa máquina, enciende... You spin the wheel, Cody, do you want Super Bowl talk or Bowl? NBA trade deadline, Kyrie, Mavericks, Durant, Super Bowl. LeBron, Super Bowl. All right, good, I was going to talk about Kyrie too. Cam, uh, over the weekend, kind of just dropped... We knew that Kyrie said, hey, I want to be traded. We talked about that Friday. They played on Saturday. He got held out. And then next thing you know, Sunday, boom, Kyrie Irving headed to Dallas, Texas to officially become best friends with Ted Cruz. Yeah, they went uh, They went really fast with getting this deal done. Well, sort of, kind of. They went sort of, kind of fast. They could have done it in the offseason. He oh, yeah. fixed his image enough to where they at least got something in return. And I, I think, honestly, that Brooklyn – didn't come out that bad in this trade. Like, if I'm Kevin Durant, maybe I don't want to be in Brooklyn because I'm mad at ownership not paying Kyrie. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just want to go somewhere else where it'll be a little bit easier. But if I'm happy in Brooklyn or if I'm competitive, like maybe I ride out this year because I feel like getting Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith is two solid pieces that will be in that rotation. Yeah, you at least got like a solid level point guard back in return. Um yeah. And then, yeah, just a good wing player as far as defensively, at least. Uh, well, Smith. if I'm Durant, like, this sure as hell beats the, like, Lakers offer. Like, I don't have to be back oh, with yeah. Westbrook. And, like, I don't have to worry about taking some kid, you know, some cast-offs from Utah. Like, yeah. this feels like at least you got some guys that are hoopers. Like, Durant yeah. likes hoopers. Dorian Finney-Smith is a really good teammate. He is the 3 and D guy. And Spencer mm -hmm. Dinwiddie can handle the ball and at least take some of that pressure off of Durant. Who in the hell is... Who? Dorian Finney, Fen What did you even say? Dorian Fenway Smith? Finney. Finney Smith. Yeah. You don't remember him? Dorian Finney Smith? Yeah. Is DFS for, for short. That's an NBA player? Yeah, he's a little bit of a hooper. He's a 3 and D guy. Where did he play college ball? You should know this. Kentucky? No. I should I know this? I don't think I, don't I, think I should know I think this. what Cam tells Is me. Is not Florida? You know Florida guy? Virginia Tech and Florida. Okay, I don't yeah. know which one he was at. I don't think there. anyone knows who this is. I remember them at Florida. So and who's the other guy? When the hell was he at Florida? So that'd Spencer like, Din Dinwiddie? Yeah. And also when we weren't that good either, I guess. Yeah. I do remember him now that you say it. Yeah, Dorian Finney-Smith. We got some breaking news, actually. In the NBA or out somewhere NFL. else? NFL. Okay. Um, Tom Brady told Colin <laughs> Callherd that he'll start with Fox fall of 2024. It is big news. So not this upcoming. He's going to take a full year off. That means he's coming back to play. <laughs> that means he's coming back to play. He also posted a picture of him in his underwear on the side of his bed. He's a weirdo. So I hope he gets back into football. I don't like single single jobless Tom Brady. We should I'm surprised him. his son wasn't in his underwear with him. He was coming in later. <laughs> So, Dorian Finney-Smith. Dorian Finney-Smith. Spencer Dinwiddie. And Spencer Dinwiddie. And they're part of a trade to yep. Brooklyn. Yep. 
Okay. They're going to Brooklyn to team up with KD. At least as of now, we don't know if Durant is going to be moved. It feels like teams are going to be throwing deals at Brooklyn for the next three days, which might just hijack the complete no. NBA trade deadline. LeBron tweeted out a pretty sad tweet last night. I was like, maybe it's just me. <laughs> sad tweet. It made me laugh so hard. <laughs> maybe it's me. Like, what does he mean? Like, like Kyrie just didn't want to be with him? Like, maybe, like maybe just he was imagine talking him about sitting on this couch, else. sipping his wine, and just like, uh, maybe well, it's me. Yeah, like, why, why, why does this team never make any trades? Maybe nobody wants to play with me. Maybe it's me. Oh, boy. I hope that's it. Although it came out that the Nets owner, Joe Sy, basically said, my main goal is to send Kyrie anywhere but the Lakers because that's where he wanted to go. And you kind of got to respect that level of petty. Yeah, I'll trade you, but you're not going where you want. I mean, that's kind of what the Spurs did with Kawhi, right? He's like, yeah, we're not sending you to L.A. We're sending you to Toronto. Enjoy it. And he won a championship. He did win a championship. I remember that. I don't know if Kyrie's going to go win a championship. but No, he sucks. If you're Dallas, you do finally have – a good sidekick for Luka Doncic, a sidekick that has experience playing second fiddle to ball dominant forwards slash guards like LeBron James. Kyrie Irving played off ball with him. James Harden, Kevin Durant. Kyrie had no problem playing off ball with him, and now he goes to play with Luka. The the problem I see with this is that this is your one swing at getting yeah. Luca a sidekick, and you got him the most volatile, <laughs> untrustworthy person that you could get. Did you see where LeBron says he can't go to Target and Starbucks as much as he wants? Oh, no. Poor LeBron. Poor little rich boy. Oh. Poor little rich boy. It's the bad thing about being so famous. Oh, he can't go to the Target. Oh. I mean, you could. In L.A., was, like, is, that the, is that the case in Los Angeles? I thought that was the whole appeal of living in Los Angeles, that famous people were everywhere. And they're like, no, and we, all, like, we all had an agreement. Well, I say we. They <laughs> think, all had an agreement that like, you don't really bother people in L.A. Because, I think that works for Heather Locklear, but when you're LeBron, I mean. Yeah, so maybe like, maybe like the teenagers when, don't really care about like movie stars as much as they care about LeBron. When you're 6'8", 250, and... Yeah. yeah, Heather Locklear would I mean, blend in more with just blondes in L.A. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, I think when you're LeBron, I mean... You, you would definitely be recognizable. Yeah. You can walk down Rodeo Drive. LeBron probably can't go anywhere without getting swarmed. Yeah. That would be annoying if you were that famous. Trust me, when I go out in Knoxville, I, I oh. kind of understand <laughs> what he's saying. You know, I wouldn't trade all that money for not being able to go to Target. Couldn't be me. I'm sure some days LeBron's like, it would be better just to be like, make four or five hundred thousand dollars a year anonymously than. You can put a disguise on. Make eighty million dollars yeah. and not really when you're six eight, bro. There's not much you could do. Yeah, you're gonna stand out. You could put like some kind of wig on and maybe a top hat. Uh, then you're just drawing more attention to yourself. You're really gonna hat. stand yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe put a big coat on, like a trench coat. No. Maybe ride uh, around like in a little scooter. That way you don't stand out. You're not tall. Yeah. <laughs> like into, like, like the, the broken foot thing. That, yeah. guy looks, that guy looks pretty jacked. I bet he plays for the Lakers. Just wear a baggy hoodie, bro. Just start wearing Rams gear. Maybe people think you play. Maybe people think you play for the Chargers. No one will stop yeah. you. If yeah. they think you play for the Chargers, oh, that's just you. a defensive lineman yeah. for the Chargers. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> that's uh, what's their uh, what's their tight end's name? Just wear a mask. Um, uh, Antonio Everett? Gates. Yeah, yeah, that's Everett. Everett. Yeah. <laughs> Or just, yeah, wear Antonio Gates stuff. Maybe people think you're Antonio just Gates. Just wear a mask. No one bothers Gerald Everett <laughs> in L.A. 
<laughs> He's going to target normally. Yeah. <laughs> but like you said, the mask ain't a bad idea. What are your thoughts on Spencer Dinwiddie back in Brooklyn? I don't care. To be honest with you. They did a satanic ritual at the Grammys. Did you see that? Again? It's pretty wild. Um, what website did you see that on? New York Post. Really? Yeah, something about the Sam Smith guy you were talking about. So well, gonna, uh, I got some real questions satanic. about Samuel. Is that true? I guess he does have a song called Unholy. That was the name of the song he won an award oh, for. Oh, really? <laughs> Maybe. Satanic. That music sucks. Maybe he really leaned into it. His music sucks. Ted Cruz it's says Grammys good. are evil after Sam Smith and Kim Petra's unholy performance. Uh, him and Kyrie probably are going to get along, aren't they? They're going to be Smith's holding like flat unholy earth. unholy at Grammys inspires Satanism panic from GOP. I wonder if Ted Cruz will let Kyrie see the bodies. I liked the uh, the tweet that said Kyrie being in Dallas was going to really open up some good conspiracy stuff with him and JFK. Yeah. He's going to get to the bottom of He's it. He's going to start looking into it. That would have been my tweet of the day. I don't get to pick, but if I did. I might have a tweet of the day in the second hour. I don't know. Yeah. You see what AMC's doing? Yeah, fine. Okay, guys, we'll move off of Kyrie. I get it. You I would have had it in headlines had you not mentioned it. You didn't even have it in hour one. Headline, oh, an hour there's two, two hours of headlines. One of headlines. Fan Run Live Stream is brought to you by Linderman Sports Medicine. If you're not active right now because of any discomfort or pain that is keeping you from your activities, check out the amazing work being done by Dr. Laura Linderman at Linderman Sports Medicine. Located in Memphis, but people come from all over Tennessee and beyond to get back in the game of life without surgery. LindermanSportsMedicine.com. LindermanSportsMedicine.com. So back to Spencer Dinwiddie, or where do you want to go next? Oh, let's go anywhere else. Anywhere else? Let's explore the universe. Okay. What are your thoughts on let's OG and Anobi? go on a road trip. What are your thoughts on OG and Anobi after the trade deadline? OG and Anobi, yeah. I don't have any thoughts on yeah. him either. No thoughts on him either? No. What about uh, good news for some balls? I want to get to something after this, but before, as I'm sort of kind of transitioning into college football, there was some pretty good news for some Vols. Matt Miller, I mean, depending on how much stock you put into this, ESPN's one of their draft guys, one of their newer draft guys. He's higher on Vols than the McShays, the Kuypers of the world. He had. They suck. He's. Oh, yeah, but what do you think about. Matt Miller. I like is, Matt Miller. He's I used better. To guy, right? a, a guy named Matt Miller I used to know in, the, in school. He used to throw up in the library. Maybe it's the same guy. Could be. How old is this Matt Miller? I don't think it's him. He has Darnell Wright up to number 24 in his mock draft. First round pick like we thought. Jalen Hyatt at number 25. So he's high on some balls. Has them getting two first round picks. And then this is also the highest I've seen Hinton Hooker. Number 52 to Seattle. Go work with Pete Carroll. That they could win a Super Bowls there. Pete Carroll and Hendon Hooker. The dream team. Yeah. Dream, dream team, man. Yeah. Look what Pete did with Russell Wilson. That's true. Look That's how true. he turned out. Good point. 
<laughs> I mean, when they were together, things were going well, you know. Super Bowl confirmed. <laughs> but yeah, three guys in the top two rounds. I read the big athletic breakdown that they put out about the Florida slash Miami slash Arizona State quarterback. The NIL, the $13.5 million man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jaden Rashada. Yeah. One of the saddest things I've read. Florida's uh, fumbling of it. Just everything about the story just bummed me out, man. It really did. It seems like the the way it made Jaden Rashada seem is that he's just this really soft-spoken, nice kid that all of a sudden got thrown into the spotlight and then like had his dad take over his NIL negotiations and basically was pimping him out. And, you know, there's one story about how he had gotten this deal and then was at the Elite 11 and just had to hear all the other quarterbacks talking about it and asking him questions. And, like, he's just skipping passes into the dirt the entire time because in, it's in his head. Mm-hmm. Then he, like, falls down the rankings because he has a pretty bad senior year, probably because he was either dealing with the stress or was counting his money. I don't know. But then details kind of Florida just pulling the rug out from under him two days before a $500,000 payment was due to him. <laughs> How they never made the payment. And at the end of the story, says he ends up at Arizona State and got $0 for it. So why was he all stressed out? What Because his... Well, it seemed, it, it seemed like the stress came from being thrust into the spotlight. And, like, for no real reason other than somebody offering him a bunch of money. And then they never paid him the money. And they never got the money. So he didn't make anything? Zero dollars. He got a $125,000 check from Miami for his initial commitment there. But once he decommitted and committed to Florida, he had to pay that back, and they said they paid it back, which I don't know if he paid it back or if like the Gator Collective paid it back on his behalf. So maybe there's a chance he got $125,000 if someone else paid it back for him, but says he got $0 from Arizona State's commitment. No NIL money for him there. Well, he should be able to get some somewhere. Well, I feel like it's kind of on him to is it get a deal with somebody? Is it though? Like whenever well, is he not? I mean, he's pretty good, right? Yeah, but like the rug got pulled out from him in January, basically, and everyone you can't else just ca- go commit for free. Everyone else kind of already had their quarterbacks for worth. the class. Yeah, know your worth. <laughs> he thought he it would suck to think you had made thirteen and a half million dollars, all of a sudden then end up with zero. Yeah, but I mean, I imagine all those. Schools that have big guy NIL money, like already has their quarterback of the class and money allotted there. So, like, I don't know how many, how much money's left for guys at the very end. Yeah. I'm sure he'll become the next big success story. He's he's going to be the next Stetson Bennett. He's going to have like a. I don't know, he's going to have State? a under a new under a first time. No, nah, he's good. he's not going to be at Arizona State. Well, either. apparently that's where his dad played college football. So he'll go do like a year there and be really good, and then he'll get in the portal, and then he'll end up at probably oh Alabama. I think and it's, <laughs> he'll win a Heisman, and there'll be a whole story. I think it's more likely we never really hear from him again. It could be that too. Could also be that. I bet college game day will do a thing on him. Tom Rinaldi's shaking in his boots right now, getting ready to do this story. Well, Tom Rinaldi doesn't work for ESPN anymore. Why not? Didn't he leave like two years ago? I don't know. Could have fooled me. Isn't Tom Rinaldi at Fox now? Mm. I don't know. Is he still doing those heartwarming I don't ever watch the Fox stories? I don't watch the the big noon. 
Yeah. Didn't Tom Renati leave? Did I make that up? Yeah, I don't know. I think you're right. Let me see. I believe you. Anyway, he's... The Athletics studied the careers of the top 50 high school quarterbacks who signed with FBS programs in the recruiting classes of 2017 through 2020. Mm-hmm. How many what, – what percentage do you think of those guys transferred during their time in college? These are the top-level guys? Top 50 high school quarterbacks that signed with SBS programs for the 17 through 20. So How many years. transferred? What percentage? Uh – Seventy-six percent. Not that, quite that high, but seventy percent. Is that Charger anywhere? I think it's over there. My computer going to die. Stop! Stop doing that. I like doing it. Oh, it makes me happy. <laughs> it seventy. Makes me happy to do that. Seventy percent of the quarterbacks from seventeen through twenty. A study was done from 14 to 17. I remember that a couple years ago, and it came up with 57% had transferred. So basically in five years, it went from 57 to 70%. Makes it, I mean, it makes a little sense if you know how easy it is to transfer now. If, uh, yeah, to sit out I bet going like up that. a little bit, sure. Yeah. What if Nico transfers? Well, I don't think Nico would fit into this statistic. But 70% of top quarterbacks transfer. If the top 15 quarterback doesn't start one game in his first two years on campus, that goes up to 87%. Wowzers. That's a lot That's of like percent. that stat about how 70% of all marriages end in divorce. Is it 70% now? I thought it was 50. I think it's like 70. I thought the, I thought the, are you making that up? I thought the divorce rate went down. I wouldn't make that up. I think you're... <laughs> Willingly. I think you are. I would not willfully make that up. I thought it used to be half, and then I thought it went down because it's, people weren't getting married as early anymore, yeah, so I mean, marriage was getting better. I don't know about that. Divorce percentage in U.S. I, don't, I would be shocked if it's 70%. It says almost 50%. So I mean, like, I don't know. 41% of first marriages in a divorce. So that's pretty good. So we got some people that are outliers, right? Like if you get married more than once, then chances are you're going to get divorced. Why would you get married? What a waste of time. Mm. You just live your whole life alone. Doesn't that sound appealing? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Divorce rate in America fell 12% during the pandemic, Mm. which is actually the opposite of what people thought. They thought all that extra time together was going to make people get divorced earlier. You know, I come from divorced parents. I think that's what's wrong with me. You better not hope your mother didn't hear you say that. Because I've made that joke in front of my mother, and she gets very mad and says, <laughs> of course, everything's my fault, and gets her feelings really hurt about it. So no, I hope, It's not her fault. It's 50% her fault. Well, I know, but I know she listens more than I know she listens more than your dad. So Yeah. <laughs> Which really, Plus that's your dad the whole problem. Probably, your dad probably wouldn't be as upset about it. He probably would find it. You shrug it not off. Not as hurtful, yeah. Yeah. You know how women are. Not my fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So 87% if you don't start a game in two years. So, like, we don't think Nico starts this upcoming year, barring any injuries to Joe Milton. We would all pretty much bet that he'll be the starter two years from now, though. So he wouldn't play into that. He wouldn't play into that statistic. Unless somebody else just really takes off. 
among the quarterbacks who did earn a start in their first two years, still more than 60% ended up transferring during their careers. Taven Jackson, he transferred, He right? did. Yep. I would imagine he was a top 50 quarterback as Where'd well. Where did he go? Home to Indiana. When I say home, I don't know if that's where he's from. He has from he has from up there too, but his brother plays at Indiana, so they he, got a big win over the weekend. His brother's an All American basketball player for Indiana. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. He's the best player. Yeah. Yeah. Any of his best players? Taven Jackson's brother. Correct. Mm-hmm. Would've been really cool if Taven Jackson Tracy was here. Tracy Jackson Davis. Yeah, it'd be really cool if his brother had transferred with him. Like, hey, actually, I want to come to Tennessee. We could use the offense. We could. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if Hooker gets drafted by the Patriots? No. No. How the hell would I want him to get drafted by the Patriots? Because the joke, the Robert, you'll be able to make a Robert Kraft joke. Nobody likes a Hooker like Robert Kraft. No, I don't think Robert Kraft was paying for Hookers. He was paying it's for happy same, endings. Uh, not the same thing. The same. I don't think it's. You don't thing. think paying for a ha- you don't think a happy ending and a Hooker kind of the same field, same general idea. I think if you want to keep going down that line, you could just say a massage therapist is too. No, not unless she offers happy ending. Still paying to be touched. I'm just saying, if you want to keep going down the line, slippery slope. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Dynamite drop in there. Let's go to break. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio. Selfie to Cam. Um, a friend. Selfie of what? You send your boy his selfies? No. Oh. Friend, you have friends who are girls? Oh. A couple of them. Oh. Ooh, that's cool. I got to say, Cody telling me I had a good falsetto voice really carried me through some times <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> I got to say, as I just sang that intro. If we were singing, you'd, yeah. you'd be the high note yeah. guy. I, it that carried would... me through the weekend, to be honest. <laughs> Every time I got down, I thought about, you know, in a different life, I could have been a a singer. I want to start a band. No, you don't. Yes, I do. (laughs) I want to be in a rock and roll band. That, I believe, more than you wanting to start a band. You don't want to start it. You just want to be inserted into a rock and roll band. Well, I want to be in it with with like-minded, with, you got to have chemistry to do something like that, you know? Yeah. So I need people. You also have to be good at stuff. I don't, uh, good at instruments. No, you don't. You don't have to be good. You just got to have have a look. You got to have good chemistry. What do you mean a look? Got to have a look to be a good You don't think I have the the look of a rock and roll star? I didn't say you did or didn't. I just said the band has to have a look. You can't take five completely different people and put them in a band. I know. You got to have chemistry. That's what I'm saying. I don't even mean chemistry. I also just mean... A look. What are you talking about? Everyone has to look the same? Not necessarily, but there has to be a look to the band. They can't look opposite. You can't have one big fat guy, one really skinny guy, uh, three different nationalities, and like, you know, hairstyles going all over the place. It's got to be somewhat of a uniform. Not necessarily. They it, Not necessarily, sure, but that means mostly I'm right. It is kind of a rock star thing to be skinny. Fashion has to be somewhat similar. Mm-hmm. You can't have one guy dressed up, another not. You got to make sure everybody's on the same page. That doesn't necessarily just mean chemistry, but it, you know you have to. It's really about the music, though. 
Did you see the Christians are very mad at CBS for at airing CBS? that for airing that satanic? Did you not hear me talk night? about how mad that Fox News and Ted Cruz and everybody was and the GOP? You, yeah, but the actual CBS network, the so CBS is mad. No, no, no. The, did you not see what they said though to the the Sam Smith, the guy who did the yeah, post, yeah, unholy CBS commented. CBS commented and said, "We are ready to worship." Sam Smith and his devilish performance. The actual CBS. They didn't say and his devilish service. performance. They just said. We well, that's the idea of what he was doing. Yeah, the Christians are not happy. They are quoting it with Ephesians six twelve, whatever that is. They're saying the industry Hollywood is satanic. It's evil. Jesus weeps. But when Hosier saying take me to church, like no one had a problem with that. I don't think he was talking about being religious. Joe Biden. What, the what do you think, devil? Cam? <laughs> it's Joe Biden with devil horns. Well, anyway, people are saying CBS is satan, Satanist. Yeah, what was I talking about before then? Band You're something. The rock and roll band. You keep Let's, you keep fleshing out half ideas during segments and not falling through with it. You just keep completely derailing me. And, and what am I supposed to do with Sam Smith? What am I supposed to do with Sam Smith? Go back to talking about Dorian Dinwiddie. I mean, it's fun, but what do you want to talk about? If a girl tells you she wants companionship. How do you take that? A girl's never told me she wanted my companionship. I was asking Cam. I, I, know, I know not to ask you. What was the question? I'm sorry. I got distracted. They dropped if a, if a woman says that she's content with her life, I'm in a place in my life where I don't need a man, I would just like companionship. How would you take that? She wants a dog. That's <laughs> what she needs to get. Oof. Uh, or a simp. <laughs> I'm a dog. Oof. Or a simp. <laughs> um, or a simp. Yeah. Yeah, she's gonna get someone. She's gonna call the commander. She wants to be called just, goddess. It's, it's, she just wants the freedom of not committing to a relationship, but kind of. But she does still, and on the weekend and stuff, she's gonna want somebody to show up. Well, if someone says they want she's companionship, a... do you take that as? <laughs> if someone says they want companionship, do you take that as strictly friendship, or is that? She wants. She's gonna want that. I mean, she wants both, but she's gonna make you do a lot of. She's gonna try to get a guy that will go and like go to brunch with her, do this or that, and then she's gonna be that's like, "All right, see you later." That's the same as dating. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, she's except a you're not dirty get the skank. Full benefits. She wants what she wants is a lot of different men <laughs> to defile her, and she doesn't want to have to commit to one. So that she can get all the different ones she wants. Scary, which you is these fine. Questions popping up with Valentine's Day. It's next fine, week. I can it's, respect it's that. It's a very crucial time, and it's basically a woman with the mind of a man. I mean, dirty, I take, I'm dirty. having this discussion. I take companionship just to mean you want somebody to hang out with of the opposite sex that you could be that. can go on dates with and kiss on each other, and who knows? But that without like saying you're immediately like wanting to jump into a relationship. That's how I take it. That's what fair. exactly did she say? That she's in a good good place in her life, doesn't need a man, just wants companionship. So she'd like to have a man around for the things a man can do. Yeah, maybe fix something on the, you know, fix a couple things, do some hammering. 
Whatever. I also don't think she's not saying she's outside of uh, wanting a relationship. She's like, I just don't need one, so I'm not like looking. Well, that's the way I took it. Yeah. She's and like, one of my friends looking, is saying it's just it happens, a, a friendship thing. I was like, I don't think it's, I don't think this girl is saying that she just wants a friend. Companionship to me is can be you know as physical as you want it to be. Now you know you, yeah. you need to make sure you're on the same page there, of course. But like, it doesn't seem like it's just a, I want a buddy. Some platonic. That's kind of how I am too. I'm kind of like her. You know, you don't need a man. You just want some companionship. No, well, I'd, I'd, it'd be nice to have a woman around, but yeah, you know, if it doesn't happen, it's I disagree fine. with you. I'd you just, need. I'd like to. You need a, a woman. Nah, I don't you need do. it. I don't need it. I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine without a woman. Be nice to have one around, though. I think you need one around. Just to smell her hair. God, how good the girls smell. Good. Pretty nice. Yeah, good. Yeah. Way the, better than the you. best. Yeah, I wish everybody smelled as good as girls. Just gotta go get some herbal essence. Oh. I don't think it's herbal essence. Herbal mm. essence. Poor girls smell like herbal essence. <laughs> well, you got like eight days to lock one down. <laughs> poor girls smell good too, though. Maybe I should find a, a poor girl. Is it? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's like that could like we could benefit each other, you know? How I mean? about holding each other down? <laughs> a real crabs in the barrel approach. I yeah, just poor like girls for you. They, like I know this nice bridge. And... I, I think poor girls are going to want somebody with more money to help bring them up, <laughs> and you're not going to be bringing them up. I don't know. You need to find you a woman with money that's a little bit more independent that isn't going to expect things from mm-hmm. you. If I was. Suggesting you need to find you a nice teacher. I think I need to find a girl living in poverty. No, that I I can help bring her. How up. How are you going to bring her up? Well, because even as poor as I am, I'm not in poverty. You know what I mean? Find a girl like she's with, just going to steal. She's like wearing her. rags. She's, she's got like she's got holes in her clothes. She's going to bring her. She's going to bring her. Do you have any soup? I can find you a few. Do you have any soup? She's going to bring her boyfriend from under soup. the bridge along, just like in Casino. She's not going to give up on her man. Sharon Stone was not living in poverty. No, but close. No. She wasn't living a lavish she was, life. She was hustling. She was hustling. And then when dudes. she. That's exactly what I said. Yes. I'm talking about a very poor. Yeah, but still, you girl. are going to be a mark the same whenever. Ideally, you get, from a broken family. And next thing you know, her boy, her, her brother, her cousin's going to need to come stay over with you guys, too. Mm. And next thing you know, her real lover is shacked up yeah, in your in your yeah, room with that, that could that could happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> could be. That's true. Yeah, you come home and the door is gonna be locked. Yeah, they're gonna, gonna kick you out of your own place. As her and her cousin are in there painting each other's nails. Mm. They steal from me. Yeah, they steal. That's what the, I'm saying. The few you, possessions you I aren't have. you aren't well off enough to deal with somebody stealing from you. It's a bad idea. I want to get a Telecaster. Forget a woman. I need a Telecaster. What does that mean? See, if I start a rock and roll band, if I become a star, You're not talented enough. Then I can get all the women. I won't need to be. You're not good enough. I won't need any substance. You don't have to be good. You don't have to look either. You have to just have a. What you really should have done? You should have beat the TikTok guy. You should have beat the TikTok cowboy that chugs his beer while playing in his mouth. You seen that guy? You that guy's been a parody. <laughs> He's he pretty a cool to me. <laughs> but they they did find him passed out in his truck on Broadway. Like of course they, were, they did. As they were like loading up the equipment to leave, you gotta 
He got himself a DUI <laughs> for his uh, viral performance where he was drinking beers with his mouth, yeah, when holding some. him in his mouth while guitar, and then win some, you lose some. Him. Yeah. yeah, I got him. That's not the kind of guitar I want to play anyway. I'm more of a songwriter. Well, no, when, when I think of rock band, I don't think of lyrics. I think of just rocking out. Yeah, but having the riffs with the words and having them interchange. I need a good lead player with me. Don't get me wrong. But I think I could be like the main guy. Just rhythm and do the singing, you know. You don't have to sing this is good. Sad. Uh, this is sad. Uh, this is more depressing than you getting robbed by your... What's sad about it? That you're... Sitting here talking about life as a rock Did star. Did I have aspirations and dreams? <laughs> yeah, exactly. With no means of getting there, getting them. You're not. You're I not have good, a guitar. You're not good enough. And you don't have a band. This ain't a band, Randy. I can start a band. This though. ain't a band. We ain't no damn band. We don't need to practice. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't need no manager telling me what to do either. Hour two in the books. Hour three of headlines.